but I never had to watch Caillou or Teletubbies or Barney, which all three were egregious. And, and I was subjected for, there was one child in particular Mm. and the only way he would not cry was listening, was watching Barney. Mm. So sometimes it was five hours of Barney. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Purple dinosaur. <laughs> and you made it through, and now you're stronger for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just scarred. I'm, I'm, I may be emotionally Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Well, hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day week. Hey, thanks to you too. So is is Brady got the big diamond diamond earrings coming to you? The the trip to the, the Mediterranean, <laughs> buy you bought you a boathouse. I mean Yeah, probably know, all of the above. Probably. Well, obviously you can't tell yeah. the next week because it has to Well, yeah, I don't yet, so. know because it wouldn't be a yeah. surprise. Right. Right. So we'll have to wait and see. Nice. I know we have uh, we have some dates planned, like multiple for the Yeah, weekend. you guys go out what Friday night's like your date night, right? It's, I see you post pictures of you two together. Uh-huh. Usually, it posts a picture of him sitting at a table, you sitting at a table, and whatever food you're eating that night. Yeah, and basically. so that's that's kind of your pictures. And so that's kind of yeah. I mean, because honestly, otherwise, my pictures up here, if I'm not on vacation, is going to be kind of boring. It's going to be like, hey, look, it's snowing again. <laughs> hey, look, I'm sitting at my desk still. So on Fridays when we actually go out, it's right. you know it's fun and but it's ev- sort of turned into like almost every week. <laughs> every other week though, you're at Disney World, so that's kind of breaks the monotony up a little bit. It's, a little you know, bit. You know, you'll be going in fine. ten days from now. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Days T minus eleven mm-hmm. days. I am headed back down, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited about that. But yeah, we have uh, we have some fun dates planned this weekend. What are you guys fun doing? Fun times. Fun times. Nothing really because our anniversary is in, in two weeks. We are, our anniversary oh. weekend is the last weekend of February. It's 28th of, okay. of February. And so really that's kind of a – we don't really do much for Valentine's Day because we concentrate just on our anniversary. No, that makes sense. Because everything's more expensive Valentine's Day and the cards are expensive and the flowers are expensive or whatever. And I would rather spend Focusing it Focusing on the later. anniversary. Well, it's like when we got married, the guy doing our doing our catering and our flowers and stuff, he was like, if you want to get married Valentine's Day, which would have been a Saturday, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I'll just double the prices and everything because it's Valentine's Day. It's hard to find roses, hard to find flowers. Flowers, whatever he's oh like. We, he's like, I just tell people if you get married on Valentine's Day or Christmas Day, I just double the price on the flowers. That's just that's all there is to it. Take it or leave it. And so, which I didn't really want to do that anyway. And we got married on the twenty eighth, right. which is uh, two weeks later. A beautiful day, and it worked. It worked. So we got. We're I think that's upon, great. Coming upon seventeen years, so really, oh, so it's, congratulations. It's, that's that's kind of our our trip. And uh, well, I'll talk a little bit more about that trip later. But yeah. I have to ask you, how did you Disney this week? Oh, okay. So uh, this week I Disneyed by starting to get packed and i mean i know it's 11 days away right but there are a few things that i don't need currently with the snow mm-hmm. so right. i started getting my pile together right because we're um i'm gonna meet up with some people who haven't really been before when we're down mm, there and fun. i'm really excited so i found some buttons that like mm-hmm. i've managed to find i had a few extra um i'm celebrating buttons you know mm-hmm. that they don't really i'm sure they probably have them somewhere right but right. i found blank ones in my drawer, I was like, yes. So I started putting that in a pile. Then I'm like, well, I might as well just start putting my other stuff in a pile, like my walking shoes and like my warmer, cl- like my warmer weather clothing. So 
it was as exciting. A, as a travel agent, do you like sort of kind of scarf a few buttons here and there as you kind of walk by the, which they don't have them out anymore like they used to, but um, when they did, would you kind of walk by and be like, oh, yes, I'm celebrating. I'm going to fill a button out and suddenly like six end up in your bag. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yep. percent yep. or i, I would that. actually i didn't even just scarf him i would just walk in and be like hey can i just have a few because i'm a travel agent and i've got clients yeah and they're like, hey, here's how many is a few uh 45 yeah, i mean like how many will you give me <laughs> yeah. is is actually the question i do the same thing with park maps as i walk out usually at the end oh, yeah. of the day, i just reach over and i grab a huge handful uh and and to the point where stephanie is just like well no, again not so much anymore because we've kind of weeded through a lot of yeah them. not so because much i haven't sent a lot of stuff out in the last you know forever mm-hmm. But before they would just be piled up in our in our office in our, yeah. our guest room and everything. And she's like, You have to go through those maps. No, but I need all of them. But some of them are old. They have like, you know, whatever, like whatever attraction that closed five years ago is on that on that map. Get rid of it. And so I've got I'll say one. Do you or have two, to get rid of the old ones? I, well, I'll say one or two copies of the old maps. And so I still have No, for sure. But you I gotta have get like rid of like Camp yeah. Mini Mickey maps. And I've got, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff where the Star Wars uh Batu was just a big plot of green mm-hmm. there on the map. And I've got all those, the old stuff and everything. So so yeah. yeah. So we, well, with our Disney, we are going on a trip in March, which we're really excited about. And oh, yeah, that's right. we finally got our park pass reservations because as travel agents, of course, we were afforded the chance to get a few tickets mm-hmm. here and there. And we mm-hmm. that actually opened up to us uh, mm-hmm. in the last couple of days. So we finally got those ordered. But unfortunately, we don't get those. In, we don't get this for like 10 days. So it's a processing thing where you have to wait for Disney to kind of get back to you to yeah. say, here are your tickets. And until then, you can't do park passes. So we're fretting because the way we're going, Hollywood Studios is already sold out two week, two days. Oh, gosh. So we're like, what do we do? I don't know. So we're going to you know, we're gonna end up buying a couple of extra days tickets mm-hmm. because the tickets we're getting are four days. We're going six or whatever. And then Stephanie came to the realization of, okay, so we went in September. We bought 10-day tickets in September. We were going to get annual passes. The day mm-hmm. we went to get annual passes, they had stopped selling them like two days prior. So we missed it by two days. Oh. So we only used six of those 10 days. So we looked yesterday in MDE, and it says those tickets are actually valid till next September. Apparently, they extended everybody's tickets. So we still have four days left on those tickets. So we went and got all our park passes done yesterday. And of course, we're which kinda, of course, typically that would be no expiration. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And we thought about it too. Or there I'm would like, be an expiration typically. Yeah. But- and I'm like, we could have gotten at least four days park passes like two months ago. And she was like, yeah, probably. So hindsight, whatever. But we got our park passes, which is really fun. And I don't, I don't do a lot of my own park passes. Stephanie does them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice for me to go in and kind of do park passes on my own and, you know, figure mm-hmm. out the systems because clients do a lot of them and they're always asking me for help. And of course, as agents, we're not allowed to help them with their, Correct. with their, with their, That's uh, the one piece we can't do exactly because there is a box on there that says, Hey, if you get COVID, you're not going to sue us, and uh, we can't check that box for you, dear client. We just can't, we want to, but we just can't. But we just can't. So, did you have any interest in the Super Bowl that just happened this past week? The, the sports ball, did you Did you even care? Did it? Matter? I mean, I, I didn't care whatsoever, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did watch some of it because yep. I went like we went to my parents' house mm-hmm. and who we see regularly, like that's just you know we always have steak hoagies with them and right we watch the commercials because hello commercials of course um and then i i watched it yeah uh, the, the commercials uh, this year like i don't this is three days from the super bowl i don't really remember any of them like i don't i, I don't i remember like, I can, the will ferrell one i remember him being there i'm not sure what that was even was that a jeep it was, maybe or a, a gm or, or is some sort of a car, a car like commercial? an electric okay. car but I remember laughing because I mean I like Will Ferrell. Right. I remember uh, Wayne's World because I liked Wayne's World. I don't remember what that was for either. I do not remember what, what the product. Oh, like I, I, I remember uh, the, the was flashes that for, of these. Was it Uber Eats or something? Yeah, I think maybe? it was for Uber Eats. Okay. I think it, yeah. 
I got nothing else. Though. Yeah, I, I remember those the, are the two I remember. I do remember the Bud Light Legends commercial because I remember previous <gasps> oh, okay, years yeah. of all those like the Bud Bowl. The, and, I love you, man. I, I was like, oh man, my gosh, that's the, the same guy. Real men of genius, which which struck me as funny that because Budweiser yeah. made this big deal that they weren't going to advertise on the Super Bowl, they were going to put that money towards other causes, and of course Bud Light is averaging uh, advertising all the way through. Of but anyway, not. the reason I bring it up is because of course at Super Bowl, Tom Brady and Gronk both said, you know, hey, I'm going to going to disney world yeah and uh gronk of course has been at disney world the last few days the pictures have been great the the uh, yeah 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 rob gronkowski he's been there doing all the stuff um so the question is do you know where that came from the i'm going to disney world do you even know how long that's been around and where that came from i mean i've heard that phrase i think for as long as i can remember and i okay. have zero idea where it came from okay well let me just tell you uh my my good friend co-host let me tell you where it <laughs> came from so this is important gina yeager okay. and duck rutan do you D dick rutan do you know those names at all do those names ring a bell gina they yeager shouldn't. ring like maybe vaguely but not <laughs> like okay so they yeah. they were the co-pilots of the first non-stop, non-refueled flight around the world in the Rutan Voyager aircraft in 1986. The flight took nine oh, days. Oh, Chuck Yeager. I mean, I know who Chuck yep. Yeager is. And, and 44 <laughs> seconds and covered 25,000 miles. Not Chuck, but Gina Lee. And I'm actually- Oh, but Gina. See. Okay, okay. I don't even know if she's Chuck's daughter or not. I have to- No, she's okay. not related. She's not related to Chuck Oh, Yeager she's not related. Okay. So the reason this is important is because they were actually at Disneyland. They were having, they were having dinner with Michael okay. Eisner and his wife, Jane, at the Plaza Inn. And they're hosting Dick and, and, and Gina, uh, and they had just flown around the world. And Jane said, my gosh, you folks have gone around the world nonstop. What are you guys going to do next? You've done everything. Now, what are you going to do next? And Gina said, well, I think we're going to Disneyland. And Gene turned over to Michael, and this is in 1986. Gene mm -hmm. turned over to Michael and said, you know, that's a good phrase. We should remember that. So after dinner, and <laughs> telling this story, actually, is former Disneyland president Jack Lundquist. And this is what he said. Yeah. After dinner, Michael came outside and found me and Tom, the VP of marketing at Walt Disney yeah. World. So Tom and I talked about how we could use the line. And we said, there's a Super Bowl game in about three weeks, Denver versus New York Giants at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. What if we had the MVP from that game right at the very end of the game on the field say, I'm going to Disney World or I'm going to Disneyland. Can we, can we make that happen? So we went to the NFL. <laughs> We went to NBC. We talked about who would be the MVP. We figured the quarterbacks probably would be the MVP. Mm -hmm. So we went to Phil Sims and John Elway, the quarterbacks of both teams and their agents. We negotiated. We signed them both. And as it worked out, Phil Sims was the MVP. We shot it oh as God. soon as the game ended when they were on the field. And overnight, we shipped it to the Today Show, the Good Morning America Show, CBS Morning News. We bought time on all those. The thing got picked up, and it ran on shows all over the country. Then we went to the World Series and did the same thing. We did the same thing again, the Indianapolis 500. We went to the NBA Finals, and people started expecting these commercials immediately following a major sporting event or a championship. And it all <laughs> came from remarks that a young lady made to Jane Eisner. Jane Eisner deserves all the credit for recognizing wow. it was an advertising line. Did not even know that until about 20 minutes ago before the show started. I looked it up, and I was like, so that's where it comes from. I so, had zero had idea. No idea. I just remember Fun always story. like hearing it. That's Fun really, story. really cool. Fun story. So let's do some news real quick. We'll knock this out because we're going to talk about Disney couples in a, in a few are. minutes. And, and Valentine's Day, but let's do some news. Okay. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. So it's the news quick hits. Of course, the Liberty Bell has returned to the uh, the Magic Kingdom. Tom Island, uh, Tom Sawyer Island has, has 
partially reopened anyway. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've seen the pictures. We've all seen the pictures of the moat that yeah. was the river that was drained. It looked really weird. It, it looked just, so it looked weird so when I was strange. down there. I was like, oh. And it's like if you've ever seen the moat around Cinderella's castle drained. It's just strange. It's it just really is. But uh, the boat is back. Tom Sawyer Island is back. You can now hop on the little raft, take across the Tom Sawyer Island. I don't go a lot, but as we've talked about before, it's actually kind of a fun place to go. Um, the Leave a Legacy panels are now back up at Epcot. Now, those are the monoliths that were in front of the in front of the park. They've yep. been removed for the new new yep. entrance fountain, and they've been moved off to the side. Now, I don't know where they actually are. Do, do you know where the place No, is? only because I haven't. Um, I don't think they had unveiled them last time I was at Epcot. I don't remember seeing them yet. Okay, but yeah, I don't I'm know where they are attention. either. They remind me of the Vietnam War Memorial. And they, the way they're just tall and they 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 got mm. the pictures all over. Now they've added color to them, and I don't know. If, maybe that's probably not why they did it. Added color to it. Maybe it's just easier to find your your name with a color. Could be. But it does help take the the pressure off. Oh, this looks like a war memorial. <laughs> so honest, yeah, it honest looks question, a little more. Bob's close your ears. Do you do you like the the the, the legacy wall? I see I by mean, your face that you're probably not loving it as much. I as don't. You lo- okay, so I probably love it more where it currently is i did not yeah. like them i didn't either at the entryway and i think because i liked the original fountain mm-hmm. and i liked how like it just wasn't as open so i like them being relocated i like yeah. the idea of it i know um and you know heather our good friend heather mm-hmm. um fan of the show friend of the show she um she has a legacy panel there and it's really cool she loves to show her kids and everything so I think the idea of it is great. Just like I loved the the bricks that line the walkway to the contemporary and things like that. I think it's a really special thing. I just didn't love the location of them before. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. And I didn't, it wasn't even so much the location. It's just, I didn't like how they looked. It just looked mm-hmm. odd. They were like look, mm-hmm. obstacles or spikes that was just in front of the park. And it's yeah. just the cohesiveness it, of the, the flow of the park, the look of the park. It looked it just, weird it, in know. the front of the park. I was like, oh. And I don't know if that was something they did kind of thinking they were only going to have one or two of those. And all of a sudden they sold a ton of them. So they had to build. I, I don't know. I have yeah, no I idea. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, don't I, know. I, I like the idea of having them off to the side. So if you want to yeah. go find your picture. And I also, because they were contracted for only 10 years. So when you bought one, you were only guaranteed having 10 years. Right. So I like the fact they've saved those. So people are yes. going to have those. Those are going to be around well, for a while. Yeah, well oh, yeah. over ten years. Oh yeah. So the early ones, have, I mean, 20, 25 years now. Twenty five. So yeah. I, I like the fact that people will have those now for thirty or forty years to show their grandkids, yeah. and the grandkids Absolutely. can say, "Hey, look, this is this is our great grandfather or whatever." I like that. Right. I like having that. So it is like leaving a legacy at Epcot. Um, yes. California Adventure celebrating twenty years open. Of course. Um, I do love how romanticized Disney has made it because when the opening, mm-hmm. when the park opened, it was kind of a disaster. It was kind of a disaster. Not like Disneyland disaster in the in the 50s where everything just fell apart, yeah. but it just, but just it was good. not, people did not like the park and the reviews were not mm-hmm. very good or whatever. And so over time, it has developed into a, into a fantastic park. Um, I love California Adventure. It's probably one of my favorite two parks in Anaheim, California, there as oh, part of the Disneyland oh, Resort. Yeah, yeah so it's, yeah. I rank it, rank it one fair. or two right there. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I put it one or two. One or two, yeah. Probably two. Um, I mean, now, probably two, but still. There is a new ticketed event coming for California Adventure. There now, Jen, is. you probably know more about this than I do because you know everything. So can you, can you ride the roller coasters? Can you meet Mickey, have a big character mm, meal? Unfortunately, no, no um, but you can eat. And you can do some shopping. I like that. And yeah, which is nice. So it's obviously very limited. Yes. Um, California, as we know, is still pretty limited on their opening and a lot of outdoor dining. But hey, yep. California, at least the weather. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Pittsburgh, where the weather is 
Yeah, not Amish country. To that. It's hard raising barns in in the snow. I'm sure. Yeah, in the snow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the butter is always the button gets really hard. It, it, there it, when you do the butter. It's and just, really it's, hard to churn. Yeah, I, I see that. I can see like, that. Yeah. Starbucks does <laughs> open on Starbucks opens on Monday, by the way, at Disneyland, uh, downtown yes. Disney. Um, so which is cool. and the downtown Disney area had been open, but I think yeah. this is nice because it sort of opens yep. in there. And Lake Buena Vista Street had started to open, mm -hmm. and then I well California yeah. kind of shut back down and yeah. all, all the things so now limited ticket event i think that that's going to be a nice thing to just sort of start calling some right. cast members back and that's the exciting part is that's calling back some of those yes let's get some jobs going back on here because my yeah. goodness we we we, we need it yeah. we really need it and it's I, definitely I, a start and we'll we'll have more information on the the ticketed event happening in California Adventure pretty soon because I don't know a lot about it. Maybe there are stories up now that tell all about it, but I, I mm, just don't know. Yeah, I haven't um, seen too much because it hasn't officially happened yet. So, but you know what though, if you're really curious about it, reach out to one of us. Yeah. Uh, you could do you know reach out here to one of us on contact mm -hmm. info at the end of the show. Reach out to us and we'll be happy to tell you yeah. all about it. Uh, rumor, and this is a big rumor, so please just take it for what it's worth. Rumor, job rumor, listings rumor. are saying the international workers are returning to Epcot. International, well, it was confirmed earlier that mm -hmm. international cast members would not return to Royal Showcase right away. And so now yeah. it's possible that the tide may be turning. So apparently on job listings, there are actually looking for cast members and international cast members to come back to World Showcase at different restaurants, different, mm -hmm. different kiosks, things like that. So again, without going too far into it, because again, I don't know all the whole, the whole story, I can tell you that it's possible, hopefully likely, that we're going to have international cast members back maybe sometime this year. Which would be that fun. would be amazing. It's really weird going to like the France Pavilion to order your escargot, and you got like, all right, sir, that'll be three dollars ninety five cent. I mean, it's yeah, just you know, you want somebody with an accent at least. Uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I do. I, I miss. I miss the international cast members. Have Have you watched Wandavision yet? You're gonna kill me because I have Jen, come on. All right, you know, know what? I'm gonna stop the podcast right now. And you're gonna go watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch it right now. <laughs> And we're back. How was it? <laughs> it was amazing. Awesome. Uh, okay, so WandaVision is this massive success. It is really is. It massive is. Success. And that's why it's like on and, the list. And it I will really tell is. you this, and I think you know this, but anybody else that's listening, the first two episodes are going to be like, what the crap am I watching? How, what is this? This is yeah. so weird. Episode four, it just takes off. And it's like, hmm. oh, okay. Episode five is even more so of like, okay, now I'm starting to see where this i don't even know where it's going but i'm kind of getting the concept of what we're doing okay. here um and it, it there's a i think it was a fortune or forbes magazine article that was actually that nailed it that we have forgotten how to watch television because we're so used oh. to binging all our episodes we're so used to getting netflix like this new katherine heigl show comes on i was on netflix which i love katherine heigl i'm gonna oh, binge yeah. all of it it's like 10 episodes of firefly lane i'm gonna knock all of it out um which is what i love about disney because they're doing one episode per week and so and you can choose you to wait. wait at the end, make you wait. Um, and now, like, there's a fervor there that, that you know, The Mandalorian did this. And I think that yeah. WandaVision is doing this now. It's a water cooler type show. Not that any of us are a water cooler because we can't go to any offices. But <laughs> it's a show <laughs> that people are talking about. Cooler. People are talking about these shows. Whereas, yeah. you know, nobody's talking about Kevin Can Wait with Kevin James on CBS. But they're How talking about. How long has it exactly. been since we've heard people talking exactly. about shows? Like, well, literally. Mandalorian and WandaVision, those are the only two. No, those are the, those are know, the two. Maybe basically. Game of Thrones, but I've never seen an episode well, but, of Game of Thrones. But I mean, but that's yeah. not been for a few years at this right, point. Right, exactly. Um, but the reason I bring up WandaVision is because it's going to lead into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which yes. now has been reported it's going to have the TV equivalent of an R rating. Uh, language and violence, basically. Um, now it's going to be TV 16, and WandaVision actually was TV PG, I think, and I think they moved it yeah. up to TV 14 for some of the things that have happened in there. Uh, it's for parents wanting to know if their kids should watch it. I, 
it's it's cartoony superhero kind of things, violence mm-hmm. and things like that. And I actually don't think it's anything in WandaVision that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't let my kid watch that. You know, but it is it is leading towards a, a bigger something, something, something. Sure. Um, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> the first Marvel show to get a, a an extreme rating because it's going to have language in it and probably some violence because you're talking about, well, you know, it, the Falcon and you're talking about a what, super spy and but, it's going to be violent. I mean, so. They're doing the storytelling. Yeah, I mean, exactly. What are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I'm super excited for that, which is going to be awesome. Final two bits of news here, folks. Jed, I know that uh, you and I talked about it. You called me in tears, and uh, I hope that you're okay <laughs> with it now. Um, the Barney Show is closing at Universal. Uh, uh, grab your Kleenex. Grab your Kleenex. It's, I understand. But the Barney <laughs> Show is, is going to be closing. I don't even remember the name of the show, but at Universal, it's been around for a long time, and it will be closing its doors. Um, Good riddance. And uh, there will be – like. The time I did the tour in in uh, Universal in 2018, 2019, I think, I, t- I spent a day and went to both parks. And um, a day in the park with Barney wasn't, wasn't even open then. I think it was maybe seasonal. And uh, it's just, it's been shut down actually since August. And I mean, yeah, it hasn't been running. Low crowds. If you can imagine that, a Barney show in 2020, 2019, 2020 with low crowds because who gives a rip about Barney anymore? <laughs> I have, I, I literally sort of have a slight vendetta against Barney. I've I've never seen Barney. I've never watched the actual show of Barney. I know I, Barney. I, I know about the show, but I've never seen it. I Two was a th- teenager when it was really, really hot, mm-hmm. uh, and I was a babysitter. Ah, fun times. <laughs> three things. Three things that I have missed. Well, I don't want to say missed. Three things that I was able to avoid through God's grace and mercy because he is a, he's a benevolent and beautiful, wonderful God. I never had to watch Barney. I never had to see an episode of Caillou. Bless. And what's the one with Tinky Winky and Fiddle Diddle oh, and, um, and the Teletubbies? Teletubbies. Never had to watch any of those. My kid All did three. not get into any of those. Now we're into Thomas. We're doing Thomas. He loves no, Thomas. Thomas is, fine. Thomas is fine. Thomas I wish Disney fine. owned Thomas because I could make a Disney sure. Thomas connection. But uh, our, in, our, in our living room looks like a like a miniature train yard right now with tracks everywhere and Thomas stuff and everything. And that's fine. But I never had to watch Caillou or Teletubbies or Barney. Which All I'm, three I'm were nice. egregious yeah. and, and I was yeah. subjected for there was one child in particular mm. and the only way he would not cry was listening was watching barney mm. it, it so sometimes it was five hours of barney thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers. purple dinosaur and you made it through <laughs> and now you're stronger for it <laughs> <laughs> just scarred I'm, I'm i may be emotionally scarred the final bit of news universal is announcing that volcano bay will begin welcoming guests in a few weeks on saturday february the 27th right now it will be unknown if volcano bay will return to a full operating schedule yes. or just every few days or every other days like it did last fall but uh, it will be coming back and uh it's a park that i want to go to i know that you're not a big fan of water parks my wife will never wow. go to a water park because she doesn't like water parks well she doesn't like swimsuits and swim attire and you don't like getting your hair wet and those are two things that are required at water parks getting your hair wet and swim attire pretty much so you guys can lounge and go have tea at the grand floridian which she loves doing by the way now this i uh, love while brady and i can go hang out we can put on our hats oh she'd love that oh my gosh she'd love that she yeah she walks through the park with a parasol sometimes and it's really really cute it's that's adorable, adorable. and she's like adorable yeah i will really totally is. go she's have awesome. tea with her we need to have brady and stephanie on the show do like a spouse show that would be we do. that would be awesome <laughs> um talking about our spouses of course it is valentine's day week and this is the first year we've ever done a valentine's themed show because it's the first year the show's ever been around since valentine's, on valentine's day. day we started mm-hmm. last may so we want to do something very generic very easy but i thought it would be fun to put our own spin on yeah. it because we're going to talk about our favorite top 10 disney couples yes, this is doll of disney movies music mm-hmm. well movies and all that good stuff and that, movies is kind of what we're concentrating on but favorite disney couples 
And I'll start because uh, I, I'm a dork and I went a little overboard, like as like I always do. I, I told you're you extra. I told you in a they message. Think I'm, like, I'm extra. I'm totally extra. I'm not bougie. I'm just extra. Um, those are the most millennial things I've ever said in my life. And so, <laughs> um, so I, I have a, I have a live action and an animated for each one. So my no, number ten. I don't. Spoiler alert. That's okay. That's okay. My number ten. Yeah. I'll do all the talking because I like to hear myself talk. Number ten for animated. Bob and Helen Parr in The Incredibles. I love their oh, relationship. Okay. I love their marriage. I love how they they fight and they still get along. And there's so much love mm -hmm. there. And I love at the end of it when she's like at the end of the first movie when she's she rescues him and she's griping about what he did and, and who is that whatever who's that girl. And he's like, I'm just happy you're okay. I'm just excited you're alive. <laughs> you know, and and everything. And so he don't want to fight. He just wants to love on his woman. I love that. Uh, and my my number ten live action is my favorite live action of the princess movies, and that's Cinderella. And print the prince with uh oh, from 2016. Okay. Kate Blanchett is a wicked stepmother. Yep. Lily Allen, who yep. I'm a big fan of, uh, as Cinderella. I thought she was a great Cinderella. She was and a I great just, Cinderella. And I just love I just love them on screen. I think they look really, really well together. I agree. I just, it really worked. And so that's my number 10. What is your number 10 Disney couple? Um, okay. So I also mine's a, a live action. Okay. Um, and I didn't we didn't check to make sure that this was no, okay. No, we haven't crossed over or anything. So like or, yeah. yeah. Um, but um Han and Leia. Okay. I've got to love Han and Leia. And I know that they had sort of a broken love story, but I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It makes me happy watching their interaction throughout the films. And it made me really, I don't, I think I can give a spoiler alert at this point about right. like some of the episodes, like when they sort of reconciled, you know, toward yes. the end. Yep. I was like, okay, now, yeah. ooh, now I'm okay it was, again. <laughs> it was, it was kind of, to use a really loose term, it was magic seeing them on screen in Force Awakens. It really and they was. came together and they hugged and they were together. It's like I'm not a huge fan of the of the pre of the sequel trilogy, but right. them together was great. That was and, great. Um, you know, even though he was he was a scoundrel, he's been a scoundrel for whatever yeah. that entails. All through their relationship, he loved her. But he loved her, he and loved it was just—I yeah. don't know—it it just makes my heart warm because it's like, yeah, he's a scoundrel, but he still has this like yes. soft spot for Leia. That works. Number nine, um, Robin and Maid Marian from the Robin Hood. Uh, <gasps> oh, I love. I them. love those two together, and Maid Marian. About I, them later. <laughs> I don't know how Disney made a fox look so cute, but I'm like, Maid Marian looks kind of hot. She's a fox, literally a fox. Um, and so just I love. They're, they're so great. They're so much fun, and I Robin yeah. Hood was my. And my, and my favorite Disney movies have changed through the years as to like which one is my favorite. Robin mm -hmm. Hood spent substantial amount of time as my favorite Disney movie because I love Robin fair. Hood. I love him. I love his character. Uh, for yeah. for live action, I picked Ben and Kelly from Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, I've Steve Carell. Seen that and one. For Garner Jen, you would love this movie. I you would be. Would I wanted love to see it. This movie, and but I love both of know, those actors. Um, they're 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 the couple, and you know they've got the family of the three kids, and of course yeah. Alex. He he does something really stupid in the morning, and so the day goes terribly yeah. wrong, and he thinks it's his fault and the movie they're just so great because i would love um that. it's you know the dad ben is looking for a new job and the mom is trying to keep the whole family together and it's just they're mm -hmm. they're just they blend so well together but the movie's oh. obviously not about their relationship it's about the kids right. but you can just tell that they really really work well together and i just yeah. really love their relationship in the movie so cool. number nine for you uh number nine for me uh pongo and perdita i had them on my honorable mentions yeah yeah i 101 Dalmatians just always makes me smile. And I love that. Although, you know, Roger and Anita, mm -hmm. uh, yep. um, who are down in my honorable mentions, you know, uh -huh. they're so cute, but I just love how Pongo and Purdy, they just like always go They're after they support each other. And they're yes. like, yep, yeah, we're going after these puppies. Like we're going to do this. They're just so cute. 
Well, and they also picked up 101 children out of nowhere. And well, yeah. no, I take it back. They picked. They had like a couple of puppies. No, own. they had. They I think like, ten. Like 90, and so all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, we just got new parents." It's yeah, kind of a big deal. It's like the equivalent of you know uh, having two, three kids at home, and suddenly you're a foster family, like six more kids, or right. Suddenly you're the Duggars or whatever. Though that's just and they handled yeah. it and, and handled it with stride, which they is handled, great. Yeah. Uh, number eight um, for my my animated, and I thought about mentioning. I don't know if you've ever seen the Pixar short with the umbrellas, which is just adorable. Oh, that is really cute. But instead of that one, because I feel like they meet at the end is where the relationship starts. Yeah. For me, the two volcanoes in the lava cartoon, the lava. Oh, short. I forgot with the about song. That one. I had a dream. I, I hope love it come true. you. I have a dream. I hope will come true that you'll grow old with me and I'll grow old with you. We thank the earth, steer the sky, we thank too. got a guy and a girl that will wait thousands of years to be together that's adorable that's adorable that is a great that i mean i thought steph and i having two years to finally get our get our stuff together where we finally started dating was mm-hmm. one thing thousands of mm-hmm. years to finally be together i and i love the cartoon i love the song it's so yep. precious it's so that great. is so um, cute so yeah that's my that number eight so of my my favorite couples uh animated for live action um oh you're gonna love this Okay. Troy Bolton and Gabriela Montez from High School Musical 3. Mm. Not one and two. I don't know what you're talking about. But three. Only because Right Here, Right Now is one of my favorite High School Musical songs. I love that Disney song. I love it all together. I sent you the video. I'm like, you should watch this. You Just you did. And I, yeah. but I, yeah. I think I said no. Um, And, and I think that if our friend, the Imagineers with Susie, I think Susie loves this too. And if she doesn't, she'll probably tweet me. But I'm going to say that she loves this this movie too. Um, but Troy and Gabrielle, Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens, which by the way, I think Vanessa Hudgens low-key is one of the probably the most talented of everybody in that movie because she is fantastic. Once she's given the right rule, I've seen her in a few movies that once she's given the right stuff, she's great. She's never given anything good. Um, her agent is terrible, so she needs to do agent. Zac Efron <laughs> is awesome. I, I'm, a, I'm a guy in my 40s. I'm not afraid to tell you that I love, love Zac Efron. Okay, no, I, I'm going to give you um, Zac Efron. I will but, give you Zac Efron because he was in song. Greatest Showman. I love this song. I love I love right here right now. I love them in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so silly. It's a kid's movie, you know, and are they probably aren't even together. They probably got to college and broke up and then probably. you know, because we know Zach Efron went on to be the guy in neighbors. And so that's probably what happened with him. Is he I mean, probably this fraternity punk guy. And who knows? Gabriella probably, you know, went on to Harvard. I don't know, but number eight for me, Troy and Gabriella. Number okay. S- number eight for you. Uh number eight for me, I have uh, Nala and Simba. Nala and Simba. Nala and Simba. Um, maybe it's just because I really love the Lion King. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. I'm gonna go ahead, like straight up, tell you that could be the reason why. But I think they're so cute together, and it, like how again, 
after years and years, it's like they're they're sort of supposed to be together, but they're like, ooh, we're friends. No. And then <laughs> she like finds him after all these years. Inja, and then like, again. like, yeah, but now I'm going away because you suck, Simba. Because I mean, like he did. He was mm-hmm. being a coward. And then right. she he's like, no, I'm not letting you go. Essentially, those are my words, but I feel like that's essentially what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it is <laughs> one of those that are, are we talking the cartoon or the live action? Or does it matter? Um, the cartoon was better. Sorry. Yeah, cartoon was much better. Cartoon I mean, like I watched the live action and a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's one of those, you watch the movie in the Lion King and it's one of those things where if one little thing differently happened in this movie, you have a completely different movie because mm-hmm. if Simba had not been around, Nala would have eaten Pumbaa and probably Straight eaten up. Timon. Straight up. Probably. She's gnawing on a warthog, bringing it back. And there comes Simba and all of a sudden they fight. And what did you do? And suddenly we have a horror movie in our hands, which yeah. may be an interesting story. Yeah. Probably not good. Uh, number seven. Maybe don't do that. Number seven on my list for animated David and Nani from Lilo and Stitch. Uh, he is so oh. selfless and he is so giving and so just of yes. his time. He knows Nani's situation. She's trying to take care of Lilo. She's trying to care, take care of this mm-hmm. this quote unquote dog that, that Lilo has pulled up named Stitch. Um, and he's just doing everything he can to take care of her. And like the whole time, you can just tell they're together and he loves her and he wants the best for her. And I, I love it. I, I love him. And he's one of those, I think he's an underrated character in Disney that nobody talks about. And Nani is too. Nani is a wonderful character. She is a, probably she is the, a wonderful character. She is one of the best she big is. sisters in all of all of Disney. Um, yeah. She's so great no, with Lilo. And so for the live action, Sarah and Jack from Newsies. Uh, I saw Newsies oh, the first time last year. I really enjoyed Newsies. Okay. I had a good time with that, and I really okay. liked their relationship. I know Christian Bale was Jack. I can't remember who played Sarah. I don't think it was anybody that was like. Big I don't remember. Now. I honestly um, don't remember who played. But her. I do. I do. I, I enjoyed watching them together, and I yeah. enjoyed their relationship and everything. So nice. That's, uh, number seven. Number seven for you. Uh, Giselle and Philip. Oh, from fun time. Enchanted. I think it's adorable, mainly because Giselle's adorable and mm-hmm. she's, you know, taking it through. He's all like, you know, jaded or whatever. And then, <laughs> of course, you know, happily ever after. It's fine. I think that their interaction is so cute. Yeah, they're, they're, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, uh, Giselle and Philip. In a, a little bit later on. I kind of figured that that yeah. might be yeah. on your list. That might come up a little bit later. Uh, number six animated. Uh, I wrote down Fix It Felix and Sergeant Calhoun. And I like their relationship okay. only because it's so unlikely that this little dorky guy with a hammer um, and this big, <laughs> tough, rough and tough sergeant in, in the military forces would be together. Yeah, but they're so fair. cute together because he just he fell he fell in love with her and she's one of those like I don't think she's used to having guys just fall all over her yeah and so she didn't know what to do with it and of course she's remembering her her first marriage when they were mm-hmm. getting married and the bugs came and killed everything whatever um and he just chases her down he's so in love with her and he finally until they get together and she finally kisses him and he freaks out I love that I think that's that's so cute I think in a in a manner of speaking to use a very overused phrase that is great Disney storytelling a sub story of a great story already mm-hmm. Rick and Ralph um, and I I love I love Love that story together. Number six for my live action is Clint and Laura Barton, um, Hawkeye from the Avengers. Yes, uh, and I love how she's introduced in in mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Of course, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Iron Man is like we were happy we've heard about never heard about you what was the right. line he said something like we were too busy not knowing you existed. Too, not you, yeah, too busy not, not knowing you existed. That's exactly um, what it was. You know, and she's so encouraging. They're sitting down and she's talking to him and she's telling him how he's like, you know, she's like, you're the heart of the Avengers, basically. You're you're yeah. kind of the one they're, they're looking at because, you you know, he's not the one with special powers. He just has great talent. He just has great skills. And <laughs> he's very good at it. <clears throat> and so just, you know, I love you know, Hawkeye. And of course, <laughs> Hawkeye, he's kind of the reason they're, they're kind of the reason he went rogue 
uh, yeah. in game because yep. what happened to them when they all got blipped and I can't. You know, okay. And, like I still, I still can't like that's, it's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. I can't go there. You're like, Oh yeah. I watch Endgame game all the time. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't go there. Cause like, of, cause it's too cause soon. Of Tony. It's too soon. Cause of Tony. Yeah. <laughs> it's too soon. You should go and watch the deleted scenes on YouTube. Kind of the, will I, hit, will it be, will it make me better? No, um, <laughs> not at all. Well, there's a scene where they actually, because one of the things I noticed when I watched the yeah. movie for the first time is how they showed Captain America and Thor uh, yeah. and Peter Parker all kind of emotional over Tony, but they don't show anybody else. And I'm like, well, does anybody else not notice that Tony is now dead? Because they actually filmed a scene where they kind of cut through the crowd and like mm-hmm. everybody starts taking a knee. Hawkeye takes a knee. Black Panther takes a knee. Captain Marvel, oh. everybody in honor of Tony, they all just take a knee and they bow their heads or whatever. And you just see like everybody just kind of kneels down, whatever. Well, then they end up filming the funeral scene where they kind of cut through and everything. And yeah. the directors thought, well, that's just too much. We have the scene going through everybody on the battlefield and then okay, going through everybody. I, and so okay, they went gotcha. with the second scene, the one we have now, because they were able to incorporate Nick Fury <laughs> and Maria okay. Hill and Michelle gotcha. Pfeiffer and whatever. And, you know. And so that's why. That's why you don't see them in the battlefield all giving their respect because. Okay. Um, because of that well that does make sense though you know, but clint laura was my was my pick uh, i thought about pepper and tony but you know tony died uh so yeah i, I mean you, you saw that right you saw that in the, end of the movie or did you stop it before were you like phoebe watching old yeller where the mom just kept <laughs> stopping it before the end of the movie and she didn't well i mean now <laughs> if it happens to be on yes i do stop it before that because i just can't like i'm done like i can't i, I can't it, it hurts so he, snaps, too much. he snaps his fingers and you're like okay the movie's over click 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 let's yeah go. basically oh High musical three is on let's watch that oh uh, well yeah that doesn't happen either <laughs> number six for you on your list um i I had Robin Hood and made Marion. Oh, yes, you did. I loved, oh my gosh. I used to watch that one all the time. And what is it about, what is it, anthro, anthropomorphic? A- anthropomorphic, animals? yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. I don't know what it is about that. <laughs> it's just really lovely. So. Well, Disney's very good at that. Like there's this, so and, 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 and kids close your ears. There's that scene in The Lion King where Nala gives him this look that it's like, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Yeah, right? How you doing? Right? And you're like, how? That that's you know. weird that like I can yeah. totally see that in an animal. Yeah. Like, okay, that was there's right. there's a term for that. I won't say it on this podcast. No, maybe Keep not. Clear, but yeah, it's it's maybe a come hither. Like, there was like, a bit well, of a come hither look. Exactly. Come hither and let's talk about our relationship. That's <laughs> oh yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, uh, number five <laughs> on my animated list. That's right. a whole different thing. So I'm having trouble reading my list here, and I think I probably should have rated Robin and Marion higher, but we'll go with this here. Number five on my list is Christoph and Anna. Uh, and I love honorable mention for the longest time. I thought I was kind of an Elsa guy. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm an Anna guy because Anna's more my speed. She's more like flighty and crazy and goofy. And I love Kristoff because I, he's one of those. Yeah. It's weird to say, but he's one of those characters that I can identify with. He's mm-hmm. he's goofy and he's funny and he's like, you know, he takes her to task and he doesn't. He's like, yeah. You just you fell in love with a guy you just met. Who does that? I mean, just <laughs> you know. Best. And I love you know. And of course, he's trying to he's he's trying to sell ice, and she's like, yeah, rough trade. And just I, I love Kristoff. I do. I love. He's one of my favorite yeah, characters no, I, in, in that movie. Yeah, and so I just think their relationship was just really really cute because there you can is. tell over the course of the movie he falls for her. And he but, does, but he was gonna yeah. like deny himself. Exactly, exactly. Because you know he had his bro Sven. That's all yep. he needed. And right. so yeah, uh, on my uh, on my live action list, I got to put Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. Um, they are kind of the emotional heart of those movies. Everybody 100%. talks about Jack Sparrow, uh, but you know Will Turner yeah. and Elizabeth was 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 willing to be on an island for like yep. a year for Will to come back. Also, and, my uh, mentions because I I love yeah. them. 
Yeah, it works. They're- it works. They're so, amazing. So that's number five for me. What's number five for you? Um, okay. I don't know if you're going to know this reference. Okay. Johnny Fedora and Alice Blue Bonnet. From, from Make High School Musical Music. 2? No, oh. from Make Mine Music. Oh, the hats. Yes. The I've hats. Seen, no, I know the cartoon. I have I've seen the movie. I didn't. That were on the names. horses. Yes. Johnny that's awesome. Fedora and Alice Blue Deep Bonnet. Deep pull. And it is one of those adorable Disney shorts mm-hmm. where, you know, like long story short, like the hats are on, are, are their, their hats, you know, they're meant to be worn by humans. Right. And then over the course, like one of the hats gets blown off and like they were, you know, a, a hat couple. And then the hats find each other again on a pair of horses where like they've both been through the ringer, literally through the weather. And they, you know, then someone grabs them, cuts holes in it and ends up on the head of the of a horse that's next to the other one. And it's just so cute. It, it just all, it always works out like that. Like that. It just happens to be well, right there. Uh, Make my music <laughs> 1946. In case you're wondering what yes. that actually is. That is one of those uh, three or four short film. Well, they mm-hmm. put short films all together to make a movie. Yeah. Disney was involved in the war. They didn't have the resources to make yep. full length live action, full short length. live action movies or our cartoons. So the film segments include the Martins and the Coys, mm-hmm. the blue Bayou. All the cats join in. Without you, Casey and the Bat, Two Silhouettes, Peter and the Wolf, After You've Gone, The Whale Who Wanted to Sing at the Met, which is adorable, by the way. And, of course, Johnny Fedora and Alice Blue Bonnet. They're all about 10 to 12 minutes long, Mm -hmm. um, which is – Make My Music is a great movie. If you can go find it, it really is a lot of fun. It's really, really worth it. And, um, in fact, The the Whale Who Wanted to Sing at the Met is featured in um, uh, PhilharMagic. PhilharMagic, He's he's a poster. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Make My Music, if you're curious, is streaming at – is it on Disney Plus yet? I haven't looked um, for it. Because there were a couple of those that were not on Disney Plus. Yeah, and I um, and I and I think I just haven't looked for it. I used to own it on I may still own it on video. Honestly. Well, that's not gonna help our listener in Colorado that's like, no, oh, I watch probably not. oh, it's not not streaming. Oh, it's not streaming no, at all. So several of the the short film compo- compilations are streaming on Disney Plus. Make my music is not. That's so if you have the Just Watched app or whatever, you might be able to find it somewhere, but uh, it's just not streaming. Number four on our list. Number four for me is Meg and Hercules because I flip and love Meg era. Oh, um, she's probably one. my favorite Disney quote unquote princess out of mm-hmm. all of them. Um, I just, I, I really, I've never met her in the park. She's my, she's my white whale, basically the one that I would love I've to meet in the park. I've never done it. I've seen her before. She's been on the, she's, she's been on the, uh, like the races and stuff on the, I've, I've like that seen her along the way. Yeah. Um, but she's one of those, like our, our friend, Sarah, uh, that does the marathons and Disney, mm-hmm. Disney runs and everything. She's like, I'm, I'm a psychopath for Judy cops. I would be a psychopath for Meg. I really would. I would tear <laughs> through the park, leaving my family behind in danger. Who cares? I'm going to Meg. If I saw Morgan Hercules together, I love her in the movie. I love how snarky she is. <laughs> And just see later on her it's been a real slice um love that love her so for my live action uh george of the jungle and ursula because i love this movie okay it's so fun from 1997 wow. um it's just <clears throat> the i just I, I have fond memories of this movie seeing it at the movie theater and i love leslie mann brendan fraser back at the peak of his powers when he had Everything going on when he was doing oh, yeah. movies and he was doing this. He had Encino Man. He, everybody loved Brendan Fraser. Um, his story is very interesting, by the way. Not going to get into that now, but he, the reason mm. he's not in Hollywood now is very interesting. Uh, Leslie Mann, of course, she's married to Judd Apatow, who's responsible mm-hmm. for, you know, Knocked Up, 30 year old, 40 Year Virgin, all those movies. But uh, it's a fun movie. It really, really is mm. a fun movie. And again, because I can't read my writing, I, don't, I think I meant to put this lower on my list, but 
Georgian Ursula as my number four. What's your number four? All right. My number four is, and I don't know if they technically count as a couple, but I count them as a couple. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk and Black Widow. They're, they're a couple to me. In my heart, they're a couple. That would definitely be number one in the list of should have been a couple. I think you're being hard on yourself. Here I was hoping that was your job. What are you doing? I'm running with it. If running's the plan, as far as you want. Hey, how do you mind? I want you to understand that I'm... Natasha. Where can I go? Where in the world am I not a threat? You're not a threat to me. Are you sure? Even if I didn't just... There's no future with me. I can't ever... I can't have this. Kids. Do the math. I physically can't. Neither can I. Um, yeah, I mean, and know. that's the thing is like, I know they officially weren't. I right. 100% agree. Don't at me. Don't be like, Jen, but they were like, I know, but they should have been. And I kept <laughs> wanting it to happen. And it's my list. <laughs> and in my heart, mm-hmm. I feel like they both were in their hearts. And then so, she died. And then that couldn't happen. Anymore. Again, it's too soon. That was too soon. <laughs> that's actually, I think that one's more rough for me than Tony Stark that, dying. Because Tony Stark no, that, is at the end of the big battle, and it's like, it you know, is. there'll be casualties, and oh my gosh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow dying, when you get to that part where Hawkeye's holding on to her, and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. No, I, I know that go. that wrecked me too. I that, mean, I'm like, I watched the, it the other day, and I'm like, this is this is hitting me harder than it should yeah. two years later. And, and I never saw Hawkeye and Black Widow as a couple. You know, no, like I no, saw no, them no, as like did. really, really good yeah. friends, like sidekick kind yep. of like, hey, we're buddies. Hawkeye and Black Widow are you and I. I mean, basically, yeah, it's like, it's we're like extremely I, powerful, extremely talented, and really, really obviously. good friends. Um, yeah, you, know, you would let me go a lot faster, I think. You know, well, it's okay, Jen. Let me go. Okay, but you know, still. But like to me. <laughs> that interaction with Hulk and Black Widow yeah. was like so bored. I mean, come on, everybody else, you have to agree with me. That was so borderline. Like yeah. they are totally going to be in a relationship well, again. Age of Ultron when they're at the the Barton with, household having yes. that conversation of like she's like, I don't care. We can be together. We can like, be together. And that and I was like, okay, so when are they going to make this happen? Knowing it's not supposed to happen, but I don't care. I wanted to change the story, so right. I changed the story in my heart. And they're a couple. Get over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Number three on our list is we're kind of getting to the end of our list here. Uh, number three is for me, Flynn and Rapunzel, because I love. Flynn oh, they're cute. I okay. do. I, I do. Uh, Rapunzel is my 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 favorite princess you see in the park. Since yes. I can't find Meg, I make Rapunzel my favorite because they're just they're great. They're they're wonderful together. And again, <laughs> Flynn is a lot like Hercules. He's a lot like Christopher. Yeah. He's a little snark. And I like this whole. Um, this modern day Disney prince where it is more of a mm-hmm. realistic conversation kind of thing. And it's like, yep. I don't, I, I don't buy into the relationship of Aurora and and Prince Philip at all because, you know, he, he sneaks up on her. She's sleeping. He kisses her whatever. Maybe that's no one. I don't, well, there's, there's I don't no, buy like, into character this. So, development yeah. thing of she's like, I'm going to sing a song about wanting to find love. And there's a guy watching me in the woods and he comes out and he's like, Hey, I love you. And she's like, okay, head on the shoulder. We're happy. Right. I just, it's that, a cute fairy tale that worked but for not, the 50s but not now yeah um you know make it make the put their stakes involved make their stakes be involved. right so yeah for flynn rapunzel uh number three on my live action list uh kermit and miss piggy um i almost put is, them on my this list is your, this is my han and leia because they've been together forever and just that's fair you know they're, they're just, great 
what can you what else can you say about Carmen and Peggy? I mean, they like if you have something in. wrong to say about them, yep. I, we're not friends. Yeah, That's I don't all. understand. I don't understand. They're, they're, they're great. Now, I don't necessarily like the the voices of the current Kermit. Uh, when you I'll go back and watch the original Muppet Show, which is coming to Disney Plus very soon, you hear Yay! the original Kermit. It's like, oh, this is so great. Well, of course, uh, the yeah. original Kermit was Jim Henson. That's very true. Very true. And Brian Henson, his son, was uh, was Kermit for a while, which actually that's worked true. well. But I think no, that a, was okay. There's another Kermit, I think. That's yeah, now it's a different person altogether. Yeah. Yep. So number number three on your list. Number three on my list. Okay, again, don't at me. I know yeah. this is not an official couple, but again, in their hearts, I feel like they are. Bert and Mary Poppins. I was going to ask you about Bert and Mary. I, I, I debated. I'm like, okay, people might get mad at me, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. I know Mary Poppins is not going to ever be a couple with anybody. That's not who she is. But you know, mm-hmm. based on like her fondness, she has this fondness and a soft spot for Bert. Yep. And it's like, he's sort of her understood companion. And he knows that they're never together, mm-hmm. but you can tell he kind of loves her. And of course he does. Cool. They're adorable. And now, did, did we get that same sense with the lamplighter and Mary Poppins in the new Mary Poppins movie? Did that kind of as well? It, or it is- did. It did a little bit, but not as strong as the original Bert and Mary. And I think because the whole point is that the lamplighter was like Bert's, I don't want to say underling, but like his yeah. training, yeah. his whatever. Yeah. And so I think it's a different relationship with those two because remember the lamplighter falls in love with um, Jane. Oh, that's right. That's right. I So they're, I, I, they're the couple. Movie- twice okay um it's not one that i go back to a lot so yeah. you're the mary poppins girl you love mary poppins you know i love yeah so i mean jane and the lamplight are 100 and they are an adorable right. couple but yeah i think it, it's bert well the question bert is have, mary's soft spot the question i have for you though as a mary poppins fan that you are mm-hmm. is the new one sitting with you as well as the original uh, and I'm not saying it's it's a great movie, and I know you like it's, the movie too. So do, it's I not a bad movie, movie at all. It's a wonderful no, no, movie. No, 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 no. But like the original, of course, we've had you know 50 years to sit with it, obviously. But I don't feel like the new one has really caught on Mm-mm, like the it original. Didn't. It just and I've and seen I it think... twice, but it's not one that I'm going to go back to over and over. And I have if the I'm gonna, and, you know, if I'm gonna watch Mary Poppins, I'm gonna go watch the original. And there's yeah. just something about. Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, that you're not going to replace. There's something about her depiction of that character. And I know it wasn't maybe, quote, as true to the book, but I just thought it was perfect. Yeah, I feel like- Practically perfect in every way. In in 20 years, I don't know that we'll be talking about Mary Poppins Returns. Like, Mm -mm. we'll still be talking about Mary Poppins. I mean, it was a solid movie. It was a great movie. movie. I loved it. And I love Emily Blunt. I do. She's one of my favorites. And I thought that, and of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I enjoyed the music. I very much enjoyed, I enjoyed the storyline. So I'm not going to ever throw shade on it. But the original was just- Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. I love them. Number two on our list uh, for me, animated Wall Wally and Eve. I love Wally and Eve, and, and I love how mentions. sweet they are, and how much he loves her. Just mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't seen something like that. You know, it's it's Pixar. They make robots fall in love. I mean, it's just how, it, it, how is how, this? How? And like one of the thing, it, it's again back to my cute, adorable wife. You know, watching Wally, she squeals more than anybody I've ever heard watching Wally because so she cute. just his 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 reactions and the way he yeah. look and she's like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. You know, and in Eva, which is mm-hmm. which is the equivalent really of like 
a marriage where the woman makes a lot more money and has a much more powerful job than the husband is. That's their relationship because <laughs> yeah, she's a lot is. more powerful than he is, but oh, they yeah. love each other so much. And I love it. Uh, number two, of course, on my, on my live action is Giselle and Philip because I love Amy Adams. She's oh, my yeah. girl. And I love enchanted. It's one of my mm-hmm. 40 favorite films of all time. I cannot wait for disenchanted. I think it's going to be wonderful. When it that is going to be really good. I'm excited um, for that. I love Robert. Pa- I'm not Robert Patrick, Patrick Dempsey in this Patrick because Dempsey. this is again, the height of his powers. This is when Grace mm-hmm. Adams is just getting going. You know, he's made a return after being, being the teen heartthrob or making a really bunch, a bunch of really mm-hmm. crappy movies. He's back. Um, and I kind of feel like this helped put this and Grey's Anatomy helped put him back on the map. Oh, I think uh, so. But uh, yeah, I, I, I love these two together. So number two yeah. for you. Number two for me. Um, I had to go classic Mickey and Minnie. How oh, do you nice. know? I mean, come on. Like you're not going to do a Disney list without Mickey and Minnie. It's like they're the OGs. <laughs> nice. and i mean i think they've been dating for years and this might be a record for the longest dating relationship yep. that's ever happened with no yep. marriage but that's <laughs> like hey it's working for them so that works well there is well you're right they've been dating a long, long time i was gonna say kermit and piggy but they did but they did get married got in, married in manhattan in Min- yeah although can it but really be they? a marriage if he didn't even know it was a wedding kind of thing i don't know because he was like i thought gonzo was gonna be the, i thought gonzo was gonna be the was gonna be the preacher and she was like you know, she giggles. She's like, oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> so, <laughs> called number one on my list, my favorite animated couple and probably my favorite Disney couple, Carl and Ellie from Up. You know, um, I'm just going to stop you and say this is on my list, too. So go ahead. Okay. This is my number one. They're 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 perfect. They're perfect. just they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, their relationship lasts the test of time. And again, oh gosh. what Pixar can do that first 10 minutes of Up is brutal. It just it's it's like producing. And I mean, like every Wrecked. time you watch it and the music. <laughs> The music oh, is just so beautiful. Mm. I love it. Um, and like yeah. we were back in the, the Disney Store days, when I worked at the Disney Store, this movie had just come out, and I got the soundtrack and the overhead because mm-hmm. the store was closing, so they didn't want to fix anything. I think I told you that story. Sure. And so we would play CDs, you know, to keep the music going, and this song would play, and everybody would be walking around like. I mean, it's just it's it's so great. And number one on my live action list is Walt and Lillian, and and it oh, is from a movie good one. because they've been in several documentaries together. Yes, There's have. one called Walt and El Grupo where she's featured in mm-hmm. well as well, and that is the quintessential Disney love story. It's Walt mm-hmm. and Lillian because perfect. you know she loved him, he yep. loved her, he dedicated so much to her. You know mm-hmm. the, we don't. We hear we do hear stories about how faulted Walt Disney was back in the time. He said some things, he did some things that weren't great, but we never hear stories about how he was a rabble rouser and he stepped out on Lillian and he did this to her and she was. We didn't. You never hear any. A lot of the Hollywood stories we hear from those days, um, from Audrey Hepburn to Humphrey Bogart to William. Oh right, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe about just the bad things that happened. Yeah, never hear that. Never hear that. And so those are my two, Carl and Ellie and Walt and Lily. And of course, Carl and Ellie is your number one. And Carl and Ellie is my number one. Again, I just had to say that just to get it out there. But like, like you said, it, it it's the perfect, literally perfect love story. And not because everything went perfectly for them, but it's like, it showed the happiness, yes. the sadness, like yep. all the poignancy. Yep. I mean, that things that happened in a real relationship. And I was literally wrecked. I was like 10 minutes into up. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like a huge, huge crier, but oh, that I would. Yeah, Got me. it's it, it'll it'll get you every single time. Every Honorable single mentions. Time. I had Roxanne and Max from the Goofy movie. 
Um, oh, okay. I did have Roger and Jessica Rabbit. I had Tiana mm. and Flynn from uh, Princess and the Frog. Oh, okay. Um, and then I had Pongo and uh, Perdita on my honorable mention. Okay. So what'd you have? I also had, um, well, I had Wally and Eva. I had Marlon and Dory. So again, I don't know if they're like considered mess- like ish. Uh, kind of a stretch. Kind of like a stretch, oh. but like I put it on there anyway, because I think they're right. a couple in some sense. Yeah. Um, Roger and Anita from 101 Dalmatians, Will and Elizabeth, Thumper and Flower. Interesting. Okay. Bambi. I don't know why. That's just a scene that's stuck in my head since I was a kid. So he, he was Twitter painted. That's what it was. He was, it was. Yep. He was so cute. So, um, and I have their little stuffed animals. Of course. <laughs> of those two. So I, I don't know. I love them. Um, and then I had Anna and Kristoff. Cool. Very cool. So those yeah. are our Disney couples. And we would love to hear the couples that you have in mind because even if they're only pseudo couples because that pseudo couples like Bert and Mary Poppins <laughs> like uh Marlon and Dory and if you want to yep. no these that's wrong they're not really couples or if there's a glaring one that we missed we would love yes. to hear you guys tell us about it uh, you can find contact us at the MSE podcast at gmail.com um send us a tweet as well if you want at, just remember the MSE podcast on Twitter mm-hmm. on Instagram on Facebook uh by the way 10,000 downloads for our show. Actually, we're at, we're at 10,100 over, over 10,100. Um, but it's, that's harder to put on a meme, 10,126 or whatever. Yeah. And so 10, good. yeah, 10,000 <laughs> is good. Uh, so that's, that's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, and yes, I know that there were some, uh, there was a lot of downloads before because mm-hmm. the, the, you know, I did the magic of dollar podcast. That's not including those downloads. That's just our show. Yeah. And so awesome. I did the numbers. So it'd be, it'd be like, well, you have two years of podcasts. No, that's just our Mm-mm. show. So, so thank you guys very much for all of that jen yes. where can we find you how can we keep up with you on your awesome trip oh keep up with me at uh upon a star jen or at jen underscore novotny for my personal insta very nice find me on the magic on a dollar on instagram find me on magic on a dollar and disney on a dollar on facebook as well uh and you can find me on twitter and i'm i'm around you can find me as well so <laughs> So that is our show, folks. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you for listening. Please go to iTunes. We would love for you guys to give us a rate and review. Five stars is the most magical of all stars. Guess who's coming on next week? Um, um who I do remember who's coming on next week. It it's our good buddies, the Imagineers. It is, and we're gonna be talking favorite park music, yes. which I'm real excited about. This is a show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a long time, doing favorite park tunes. Anything in the parks counts. This is gonna be a great show. This is gonna be a super fun show. Two-part episode coming next week and the week yep. after, which will be awesome. So make sure you tune in next week. So, Jen, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Dave, and uh, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.